Hello, hello. My name's Tony Tapeworm. And this is Ramon. And you're listening to the Tapeworms podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hopefully you're having a great, beautiful day wherever you are. Uh, This episode, we have Demon Petal Lord, a graphic designer and wonderful human being. An artist from the hood. Yeah, she does graffiti. She does... Her trademark thing is this little flower. She's a flower girl. And it was awesome to sit and talk with her for about an hour. We we talk about life and, and Mexican art and graffiti art and just life in general. And uh, she's actually Cesar's older sister. So I couldn't I try to keep her identity as under wraps as possible. <laughs> but uh yeah, she's she's a, a great gal and um we hope you enjoy that. And to keep it tapeworms update friendly, uh we had some fun things to talk about, like we just went on a camping trip. It was lit. Yeah, it was really fun. We went up in the San Gabriel Mountains, the Angelino Forest. It was really fun. We were also in the studio recently, and we have some really exciting material to share. Stay tuned for that. You guys are about to get some fucking bangers. Yeah, maybe an early Christmas present down the road. And we also have a show coming up on... December 15th at Rocket Lounge in Hawthorne. We're going to be playing with Green Interstate and Friends. Uh, We played there earlier this year. Uh, It was a St. Patrick's Day show, and it was a really fun time. So uh, hopefully we see you out there, and you can all dance to our new songs. We're here with Peter. <laughs> we're here with Pedal Lord. Pedal Demon. Pe- we're, we're Try here. it again. Okay. Hello and welcome. We're here with Demon Pedal Lord. Follow her on Instagram. She's a cool artist and she goes by Flower. Yes. Right? How are you today? I'm doing great. Today it's my day off. Nice. Had some in the morning and now I'm here cool cool so um, I really like your art it's really cool like I see that you have like a signature thing of the flower with sort of the face and sometimes it's evil and maybe we could start off with that of like how you uh, you came up with that and, and sort of what we can go through your journey as an artist but like how how did I start doing the flowers? Yeah, yeah. What are the name too? <coughs> um, okay, so uh, basically, my flowers. I started doing them when I was about. I want to say I was about thirteen. I was in middle school, probably. 
I always doodled and it was always really easy for me to just do little flowers. Um, I don't know exactly why I started putting faces on them, but I was telling my friend the other day, um, my aunt, she had bought me a whole bunch of Betty Boop VHSs oh, yeah, when I was yeah. younger. And I love Dallas in Wonderland, so that's all I would watch. Like, and Felix the Cat too. Um, and rewatching them now, I've noticed that some of the episodes have like um, flowers with little faces on them. What do you call that? Like, mm. uh, I forgot what it's called. But um, when like an an object becomes humanized or whatever. But anyway. Oh uh, yeah, personification. Yeah, yeah. So um, I noticed that they had like faces and stuff and i think that's probably where i got it from mm -hmm. just doodling and like my love for cartoons and i have always like we're here at my uh my house my yeah. parents house so yes. um you see that there's like flowers outside and a whole bunch of plants so i think it's just a big uh flowers and nature right. have always been around me yeah um, no totally nature is is awesome uh Cesar and I just went camping this past weekend up in the mountains, and what it was beautiful. Where? It's uh, called Crystal Lake. Camp Crystal Lake? Isn't that the one from... I don't... Is it? One of the scary movies? I don't yeah, know. It sounds like a, <laughs> it sounds like a scary name, but um, it was uh, sort of near Azusa, oh, and uh, there wasn't many flowers, more like trees and lakes. It's and really dry right now. There's a lot of... Yeah, there wasn't any fires, but... Yeah, I agree. Nature is awesome, and and <coughs> I can say from my perspective too, it's definitely uh, an influence on yeah. art. And I mean, it's especially in this area. I feel like it's kind of urban, you know. It's very urban. That's exact. That's okay. That even brings me to like another thing. Like it, you're right. It's very urban. So like for me, like when I would paint the flowers on the walls that's kind of like mm. replacing the lack of gardens that there is in the city wow. so yeah that's fun it's funny that you say that because it's true it's very urban and yeah, yeah. like we you see concrete everywhere you see weeds but you don't really see flowers or when you do see flowers you you, you got to stop and you got to smell the roses wow yeah yeah that's yeah so. that makes sense i mean even you, you i see them i mean i've been staying here for a couple months now and I feel like I see a new thing by you. Every, like there's one in the bathroom window of your there. Uh, here, like, here, yeah. <laughs> and there's a, in the kitchen too. And so I have a little quote. Uh, well, it's not really a quote, but uh, I heard it somewhere that it's it said that it took Picasso only 20 seconds to draw a bird, but him it took him 20 years of constant practice to get to that point of drawing his perfect bird. So it seems like you you've almost <coughs> like perfected that and trademarked that as your brand as your it's uh, mine yeah, yeah it's yours so like was there early versions of it or like how long did it get you yeah um it started off as just like a little like a doodle just the mm -hmm. little daisy with the five um the five petals the circle in the center mm -hmm. and like a stick and a little leaf that's exactly how it started and i think i started doing like little dots in the eyes mm -hmm. like giving them little eyes um i'm not sure exactly when i started doing the mouths but i i do believe that i was still in high school and they didn't have mouths yet so i think after um mm -hmm. after 
or maybe during high school I started adding them out. I wish I could. <laughs> I really wish I remembered yeah. like when and when I started right. and you know. But right, but it was just kind of it. It all just yeah, it all just kind of mm. happened eventually. Yeah. So like, when did the 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 Instagram started? When when did that start of ramp up? <coughs> when did the doodles turn into? Okay, I actually want this to become something that I. It's always been something that I wanted really? to do. Yeah. Um, I think my earliest memory of actually making a flower was in kindergarten. Um, mm. We had, I think we had arts and crafts right before recess. And we had pipe cleaners. And I believe it was like Mod Podge or something or some sort of resin that we added color to. And what I did, I did like, I turned my pipe cleaners into a flower on a piece of paper. We laid it flat. And then I poured resin in the middle of it. Mm. I I want to say that it's probably still here in my parents' house somewhere, but I don't know. It could be long gone. But that was my first memory of, um, like, arts and crafts was it like, in grade mm. school. And I remember um, the bell rang for recess, and they're like, oh, okay, you guys can go outside, or you can stay <sighs> in here and finish your projects. I stayed. Oh, I stayed yeah. inside, like, and I did my little... I remember it was like a little clear yellow resin and i think it was like pink pipe cleaners and i mm -hmm. it was like pink resin right. on the on the petals mm -hmm. on the inside wow that's crazy that you remember that distinctly yeah that's something wow. that's always been engraved in my head it was one of my favorite projects i think that's why i remember it so nice well. so like as you progressed you know from kindergarten and continued was it like did you were you like encouraged or what, what did you get a lot of support to continue like um i it was kind of half and half i did get a lot of support like oh wow you're really good you know like kind of like surprised like oh mm -hmm. she's so young and you know she's very creative or whatever yeah. Yeah. um not to talk badly about my parents though but <laughs> my parents were always like no like why don't you think of something realistic you know so mm -hmm. that i always like they're great my parents are great they've always been very supportive and they are supportive of my artwork i think mm -hmm. because they've seen how much i love it mm -hmm. and that it's just a part of me but th there was always like that other undertone of them saying like uh you know why don't you think of doing something worthwhile and stop playing around with those paints you know yeah but yeah. um that's why i ended up becoming a nurse <laughs> <laughs> well you, you gotta have some balance i mean Sometimes <coughs> it doesn't pay the bills, but it doesn't. It's t it doesn't. It really doesn't. But it's it's my passion, and if it can pay, maybe like my Netflix bill, then <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, cool. So y you are Cesar's uh, older sister, right? Yeah. So you have uh, two sisters, two brothers, and you're technically you're the one just above Caesar, right? yeah technically i'm like the second youngest i'm the mm -hmm. youngest daughter but i would say that i'm more of the middle child oh how um in the sense that because it's i'm like the odd one out i'm like the third girl uh. as opposed to like two boys and two girls i'm the third mm. girl so like growing up um my sisters were older so they would hang out together and mm. then my brothers well they're boys i hung out with them yeah. but um, it was like, you know, they're boys. So it w I was always kind of like right. back and forth between uh. both of them. So, yeah, I, I'm like the youngest daughter. So mm -hmm. I was spoiled. But in that <laughs> sense, I think I was kind of like the black sheep. Mm. And yeah. But 
was that tough for you? Was it like, you know, trying to, you know, get along with, with your siblings? and? Yeah, I think so. I was... <laughs> I was always kind of like I said I was like the odd one out. I was mm-hmm. always kind of like the the weirdo. Like I would get teased because really? I was different. Yeah. I like recently I saw this um piece by this this artist on Instagram. I forgot what his name is. I wish I remembered. Um but he did a an art piece where it said, um, you all laugh because I'm different. I laugh because mm-hmm. you're all the same. Oh, and I wow. looked at that and I was like, that reminded me of getting like, oh, this is, uh, this sounds like I wasn't, I don't feel like I was really bullied, but I was bullied by my brothers and sisters. Oh. But, um, I remember going to Hot Topic once, like we would always go to the mall as a family. Mm-hmm. We would be in Hot Topic and my sisters or I don't know who saw it. They're like, oh, look, look at that. Oh, my God, it's so cheesy. What does it say? It said, um, you laugh at me because I'm different. I laugh at you because you're all the same. And they started cracking up like, ah, that's so stupid. Look, look, that's you. You say that. You say that. And I had never said that before. And I'm like, they're they're like labeling me as this Mm. thing without me ever having said that I'm different. You know, it was just the way that I was. And I was being called out on, you know, it was obvious that I was yeah. different. I didn't have to do anything. All I had to do was be me. Well, yeah, that's the great thing about like art artists is that the best are the ones that are different and mm-hmm. and are, you know, out of sort of have a different perspective. Yeah. Um, but back to siblings, did did you ever think like <coughs> when you were a kid, do you remember when Caesar was born, Caesar was born and you're like, dang it, now I'm not the young no. one? You you know what I've like I said I was spoiled when I was a kid really? I was a daddy's girl um, even like now like growing up my I love my parents I have a great relationship with my parents I never mm-hmm. um, I never felt that way other than what mm-hmm. I already said I never felt like darn I'm not the youngest anymore I mm-hmm. was always on my dad's lap like uh, um, my dad he uh, doesn't have like a regular job he so he's home a lot. And whenever he would have to do like meetings or whatever, mm-hmm. I would be dragged along. I hated it. I oh, hated really? it because I was always there. Like he would take me to his meetings with him. I would wait in the car or I would mm-hmm. wait um, outside or whatever. But I was always with my dad, like everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think um, he rubbed off on me a lot. He's very creative himself. Yeah, before. no, that's I can attest to that. He's I mean, he's probably out there right now doing he's been decorating the yard a bunch with christmas yeah. ornaments yeah. and he loves holidays i mean <laughs> I, yeah he no he does he i was uh i was just like almost every morning i wake up and he's blasting christmas tunes <laughs> out in the yard like but they're only from like sung by the the like young like the little the uh, christmas choirs yeah or? young christmas oh choirs my God. yeah i yeah. think his he'll play that stuff he'll play like the classic night is coast 103.5 already playing christmas music i don't because I don't once that once that starts he's probably doing that off of youtube once yeah, that starts YouTube. he'll probably do it off of the radio and just play mm-hmm. like coast 103.5 all the time yeah um speaking of music though do, do you uh this is sort of a music podcast so do you like to listen to music or what artists do you like to listen to uh, maybe while you're making art or um, while just at, as you're i remember i've always loved music 
Um, I remember, I think I was in the sixth grade. I asked for an iPod for mm, Christmas. Actually, funny story. I'm going to embarrass us <laughs> right now. Okay. I told he's like, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, he's like two years younger than me. So I believe he was like in the fourth grade. He's like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, oh, I asked for an iPod. What? Why do you want an iPod? <laughs> it's just stupid music. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I've always loved music. Like, uh -huh. I remember singing Toxicity in the second grade for a talent show. Oh, wow. And it, it was, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I love corn. I remember my, my mm -hmm. friend from like second grade, she uh, she drew one of the album covers for me. And I think mm -hmm. I actually have it somewhere over here. Really? Um, yeah, she drew the Follow the Leader album cover for me and she gave it to me. So she did it in crayon. That's cool. On like a white sheet of paper. Um, but yeah, I asked for an iPod. And then one year later, he starts learning how to play the drums. Oh, of course. Yeah, so he just wasn't on yet. I put mm -hmm. him on. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, oh wait, I didn't even answer the question. Like, oh, I yeah. do listen to music when I paint. Uh -huh. Um, I remember in middle school, I listened to Led Zeppelin a lot, mm -hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, and The Doors, and I remember Metallica. I've always been into like very classic rock, nice uh, metal and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Corn's pretty new metal. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's influenced by my siblings as well. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because, I mean, Seistar's, he's sort of, he's the, plays drums and sort of is a musician, but where else do you think that came from of, of, I know your other siblings went to the, what was it, the Deftones thing? Yeah. In San Diego. Where do you think that's, uh, the music? Uh, yeah. The love of music came from? Yeah. Um, honestly, my dad always played great music. My mom always played great music. My dad, he, um, would play a lot of oldies and also mm. like classic rock, but he was into like the softer rock. My uncle was into like Black Sabbath and stuff like that. Um, cool. but my dad always listened to like, uh, what would he listen to? Like the Eagles and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The Rolling Stones, the Beatles, mm -hmm. the Beatles was a big influence. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I remember that as a kid a lot. My mom, she would play her cumbias in the mornings, like, to clean uh -huh. and stuff. And um, I think we've always just had, like, a love for music. And then there being five of us, we... I don't... You know what? The fact that we're all into, like, metal and rock more mm -hmm. than anything else, that I've always found that interesting. I really don't yeah, know yeah. where that comes from. I, yeah. I think it is my dad's influence with, like, the rock and roll, but then we started getting into, like, heavier stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but... Um, my dad, he did um, put us into the Los Angeles Music and Art School oh, really? very early. Yeah. Um, I remember I was actually, I think I, I was like five years old and I went there for a, like a ballet class, but there was other stuff there. My sister, my sister took drums. Oh, really? My brother and who took guitar? My brother took guitar. Mm -hmm. My sister took piano lessons. Um, really? Later on, um, we, we had stopped going. And I think when I was like around also like 12 or 13 years old, I went back. Um, me and Sasad actually went back and we were, I got voice lessons. Oh, really? And um, I was also in the choir. I was actually in choirs all my life since I was oh, a kid. Okay. Really? Since since grade school, yeah. I mm -hmm. think um, I my school where I went to, Trinity Street, mm -hmm. um, they always had great programs. I remember going around to different classrooms with the choir. Um I would get let out of class sometimes to go join them. And so I loved really? it. Yeah. And I, I've always loved singing. 
Like cool. singing is my favorite thing to do. I played guitar for a little bit too. Really? I took some lessons. I'm not that good. I think I could play rhythm guitar more than anything. Mm-hmm. And if I practice, um, I know I could be okay, but I just don't really have the attention span for it. Uh, I love no. music, but I'd rather sing, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's great. I've, I'm not going to ask you this thing, obviously, but. No, what, <laughs> don't. What, uh, like, what, um, what, like, uh, female artists or like do you, did you um growing up I know I loved um I really loved like Donna Summers mm, and um yeah who else why am I blanking out right now um Aretha Frank- Franklin because my dad oh, yeah. played oldies or yeah. like um I'm like blanking out on all the names right now. I've been listening to like different music these mm-hmm. days, so I'm like, it's all different. Um, but yeah, like a lot of like the classic, like "Ain't No Mountain High Enough" and all yeah. that stuff. Uh, I always love that. And then later on, like when I got into middle school, I started getting into like classic rock. So mm-hmm. I really love Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin was like one of my favorite artists like mm-hmm. ever, um, and I just really love the passion in her voice. So I, I don't want to say I sound like Janis Joplin, but I do feel like she does influence oh, my singing yeah. style. Totally. Along with like the voice lessons that I took were for like classic like opera. Really? <laughs> so they, they actually decided to do that, like that style of music for me. They're like, oh, you have a good voice for this. And I'm like, OK, but then I also like I love Janis Joplin. So, mm. so it kind of it's like in between. I think I can carry a note pretty well. Cool. But yeah. Um, let's see. Now, from from music to <laughs> actual like uh, painters, what what uh, artists did you see, or or what artists resonated with you? Um, I've always been very into um, like the Mexican artists, Frida Kahlo, yeah, Rivera, yeah. Jose Guadalupe Posadas is my absolutely like favorite artist. Um, honestly, I I'm like the type of person where I I it's very hard for me to concentrate on one thing. Mm-hmm. So I remember I, growing I up seeing yeah. a lot of things and I'm just like, like I feel like I'm just scanning things and I'm like taking it all in, but I don't really have time to like really like learn them. But mm-hmm. I do remember being influenced a lot by like, we would go to La Placita Alvera. Um, mm-hmm. I guess maybe more folk artists, mm-hmm. folk I artists see. like, um, like traditional, like Mexican things mm-hmm. really influenced me. So, um, but those three artists that I named were, were yeah. big influences. I really um, enjoyed going to museums. Also, mm-hmm. the graffiti around here. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I grew up here in South Central, so I always remember seeing K4P crew, which is a very well-known crew huh. in this area. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, anything. I know. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, it's a very well-known crew in this Inf- area. Yeah, inform me. Was um, K4P? K4P, uh, K4P. They have a wall around the corner that says Crush for Power. Huh. Um, and that's one of the earliest things that I remember. Um, just seeing just like a massive painting and the letters. And mm. it just, it was beautiful. It, it, I wouldn't call it delicate at all. It was very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Very, very aggressive. It was just like in your face. Like, bam, like you have to see me. Like there, you got no other choice. You're going to look at this. Yeah. And that's, I think that's one of the bigger influences because I don't like to say that I idolize people because I really don't. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I take influence from other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
That's a good thing because, you know, if you idolize an artist too much, then it becomes like maybe I know, at least for me, if I like look up to an artist too much, it it influences my work in a negative way that I try to actually be them them instead of not your own. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good way of putting it. That's that's how I've always been. So it's kind of hard for me to to verbalize my influences because there's so many right, that right. I like like I said I just absorb over time yeah, but totally. I would say that those that I mentioned mm-hmm. and then the graffiti also that I saw on the streets yeah well, were my biggest influences one thing that I'm really looking forward to is uh I'm going to Mexico with Cesar and Co. I'm going to you're going to yeah we're going we're oh, all going sweet. to Mexico <laughs> oh, so I, I didn't when, when when did you join the trip like a month ago really what I thought it, it was just okay well great my mom told me she's like you want to come and i'm like sure awesome well one thing i heard that i really want to go to is the frida Kahlo museum yeah i've never been i've been to mexico city once when i was like 12 years old but we didn't end up going over there really um i wish we had but i wasn't in control of that at the time i was like 12 (laughs) but yeah i'm really looking forward to that if 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 I don't do anything else and that's all I do, like, I would be happy. Yeah. That would be great. I yeah. could just spend the whole weekend there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing. We got to make that on our list because I heard from multiple people that that's, like, a really cool thing mm-hmm. to go to. What else do you remember in Mexico <coughs> City? I remember um, El Zocalo, which is, I think, if I remember right, it's, like, a marketplace. Um, I have mm-hmm. terrible memory. I feel yeah, like no, that's so why I was kind of nervous for the interview. But <laughs> I remember that. I remember going um, to the ruins. I remember going to... Um, so that there were like these students that were killed. Oh, jeez. Uh, way back in the day. I wish I knew more about that too. Mm-hmm. But we also went to that site where it's like in memory of them. I remember mm-hmm. pe- people playing soccer. We went to like different markets um, where they made like... I remember getting like a shark pancake mm. where it looked like a shark. And that was really oh, good. Oh, like a pancake. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, and I remember going to Bellas Artes, Very which sick. is a th- like a theater um, in the middle of Mexico City. And they have like orchestras. They have dance dancers. Mm. They have different um, like shows and stuff. I don't mm. know if they have plays or not, but I remember seeing like, um, like a folklorico mm-hmm. and like... Um, like classical Mexican music. Yeah, that's really cool. That that I mean, you can connect with your like heritage yeah. like that. I mean, I have like my on my mom's side we're Korean, and one thing I really want to do is visit Korea mm-hmm. one day. And I mean, maybe I'll get the chance to. But that's really cool that you got yeah, to you, do you, do you do got it. to do it when you're a kid and go back now i guess to go back yeah i wish i would have done it more like i wish that was like i wish we were like one of those families where it's like yeah we're gonna go to mexico again this year mm-hmm. like sp- there's some families that do that my grandma used to go to her pueblo like every year not so much anymore just because she's older but i've right. always wished that um we could have gone there more but my parents have always been really busy right very right busy. yeah no i i know that um one thing that Maybe shifting gears a little bit. One thing that I noticed is that you do have like a sort of anonymous uh, s- uh, stance or like you, y- instead of your face, you put the, the pedal over it. Is there one thing? I think that's cool though because like as a, something that a lot of artists 
who get famous have to deal with is, oh, I can't go in public anymore because I'll just get... Uh, like <laughs> I'm not quite there <laughs> yet, though. <laughs> I mean... Like, I'm, nobody knows me <laughs> when I'm out in public. Um, but... but that's cool though is that you 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 can be like you can have your art speak for for itself in a way yeah i see what you mean um i don't know i guess that's a big reason also the graffiti aspect of it mm-hmm. i don't do so much illegal stuff <laughs> i mean i do but not so much anymore um and i was i've always been pretty calm so like i would do uh-huh. it whenever i could here and there um but also like i am affiliated with other people so right um <clears throat> just for like their own protection <laughs> right because it's honestly like the graffiti aspect of it can be pretty rough like oh, there's really? a lot of politics in there yeah um there's a lot of politics it's almost i don't want to no. <laughs> i don't want to like uh liken it to gang culture uh-huh. but it's like graffiti culture is very 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 different like uh-huh. to the point where the reason why i do the flower on my face is because that part of me isn't the same person as you know the other part of me it's too i feel like i live like a like a double life sometimes really yeah because like i said like the people that i meet through graffiti they're very different from any other people that i've ever met i'm sure um very interesting people people who really just want to do their own things and Mm -hmm. that's kind of i would like to say that like graffiti artists are like the outlaws of like the modern day like yeah street culture. No, totally yeah yeah like uh have you ever seen exit through the gift shop the yes. banksy yeah that's cool and like he does it all anonymous right yeah yeah um yeah that's crazy <laughs> does how, how does that i mean it's been a, a, a few years since i've seen it but do you when you remember when you watch it how do you think it reflect yeah affected or even reflects the current culture of graffiti um it's very different because i guess honestly that's more like of a white part Mm -hmm. of the culture um graffiti is historically started by like colored people well people of color right right right. (laughs) like black people in new york and like hispanic Mm -hmm. people and like the you know the inner city and stuff so it's it's very different it's it's not the same it's the same in the sense of like when you're actually out there doing it um but i guess the reasons for doing it are different it's still a form of expression um mm-hmm. but i would say that's very different from the people that i know yeah no totally especially i mean some people see graffiti as i remember cesar one time he was like wanted he was thinking of uh graffiti like paint or something that could be removed or s- something like oh, that. He's such a square. I know. Sometimes <laughs> I, w- I think Caesar like, <coughs> man, <laughs> yeah. He's but he uh, just to police academy. Yeah. Or What's cool though is that it it is very like rebellious and it is a uh, a form of like subverting the authority, right? Yeah. Yeah, but definitely. And yeah, I, I've never, I've always been interested in like tagging and all that. I mean, yeah. I've seen it. Like I was in a. I was on the train the other day, and I mean, I saw straight up these punks with like hair with like Mohawks. super gelled up, had the spray paint cans going. Really? Up. Yeah. Oh, that must have been awesome. Yeah, it was cool to see that. I was like, whoa! Like, they're like in in, they're really passionate about it. Like, yeah, they don't li- give they a fuck. Live. That's it's because when you really want to do something, it's that's all you can do. 
mm-hmm. you know like me like i said like i've always been pretty chill i don't really do the illegal so illegal stuff so much but it's still something that i it's still my life like i still live it it's my life i every once in a while i'll go back and paint something that i can't stop doing it i've been doing it since i was like Mm -hmm. 14 i'm 25 now like i said i really wish i was more active i wish you know um circumstances were different for me and i really wish that um i could paint like that more but i've i'm still doing it you know i'm not maybe not to the level that i want to for whatever reason but Mm -hmm. i'm still doing it and i haven't been able to stop i don't think that's something that i would ever be able to stop yeah exactly it's it's part of you it's part of who you are and it's and if you didn't it'd probably feel weird to not do it right yeah yeah i can't imagine a day like there's never a day that goes by where i don't think oh maybe i should make this maybe i should draw this where like even there could there's never a day where I don't draw something, even wow. if it's just like a little doodle, like on the corner of my page at work or something. Really? But um, I'm always, my brain is constantly trying to like do things. Even when I'm blocked, I feel like it's still in the subconscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I feel like I can't do anything, it's still there. Like the flower is still, <laughs> it's like when, mm-hmm. you know, like when you close your eyes and you like touch it, you touch your eyelid and you get like little sparks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what happens to me, but it's just like an outline of your, fl- like my flower. <laughs> it's just there. That's, a, that's an interesting way yeah. of putting it. Yeah. Cool. Um, what was I going to say? Um, so now, yeah, you sort of have trans, what you're saying is you did transition sort of maybe you aren't doing it as much but you still are making merch right and making yeah. shirts and all that yeah because that's another thing that i've always been really into um is like clothing mm-hmm. um i as you can see the way that i'm dressed right now yeah. i i'm like just really Hall- weird yeah, halloween uh are those like halloween tights tights uh, a cool shirt that kind of looks like bowser a little it bit it kind of does a rude dogs uh-huh. t-shirt crop top with a white buff pit bull on it yep. a gold chain mm-hmm. um i mean it's not much but i and i've the, always had my own style mm-hmm. is is what i want to say you know i don't think i'm like the most fashionable person out there but i do feel that i have like a certain style ha- maybe if i had more money or shop more i would mm-hmm. probably you know uh work you know what do you develop it more or whatever mm-hmm. but um, I've always been very into like streetwear, yeah. like T-shirts and just, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that's always something that I wanted to do out of high school. Actually, I had got accepted to FITM, oh, Fashion nice. Institute yeah, of yeah. Design and Merchandising. But um, I saw the price tag and I was really, really, really like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I want to do that. Sometimes I regret it. I think that's like one of the things that I regret. I think sometimes like, oh, how could my life have been different? Where could I have been with my art? Would I have been happier if, even if it was, um, even if I was like in whatever amount of money and debt, would I be happier? Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like I've always been the type of person to do things for myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like had I gone or had I not, I feel like I'm still going to end up doing what I'm going to do. Right. Regardless. Yeah. Maybe just like in a different way. Yeah, no, totally. And. I mean, now that now that you're a nurse, I mean, it's still you still get to do what you love in art, but you get to have. <coughs> that's yeah. another thing too. Is um, I did try going to school for art even after um, the fashion institute, even w- after I decided not to go. I went to SMC and I went to trade tech. Um, mm-hmm. I went to SMC for graphic design. I did terrible in school. I've never been oh, very good at school. 
in this I like I said I can't, it's hard for me to concentrate it's hard for me to do tasks mm-hmm. if I'm left alone you know if I'm not yeah. getting paid to do it um but I tried doing that and honestly I was bored I was just like I got my financial mm-hmm. aid and I was just blowing it on weed and food and uh-huh. I was shopping a lot um and I like I said I really enjoy like the classes but I don't like being graded it's just like why are you you know yeah. the grading system the school system I don't really enjoy it but at the same time there's that other aspect of me who was bored and I really needed like a mental challenge like I've always mm-hmm. been into like science and stuff like mm-hmm. I remember watching documentaries growing up like I would lock myself in my room this room actually my grandma lived uh-huh. here she had her tv and i would just turn on the air conditioner i'd be on her sofa and i'd just be watching nova documentaries oh, nice. and i was how young was i i was like super entertained by it uh-huh. like i love going to museums so i've always had that like aspect of me that wants to learn and i really like to challenge myself uh-huh. so um yeah so that's why i ended up doing nursing at the same time it i i need that that um that mental stimulation uh-huh. so what what kind of uh, nursing is it? Do you do just in general? I'm an LVN at a skilled, licensed vocational nurse. It's right oh. below RN. Oh, um, cool. I, I do medication passing. Nice. I have like 26 patients. I'm a charge nurse oh, wow. at a skilled nursing facility. So I'm like in charge of like 26 patients. I communicate with the doctor. I monitor my patient's health. That's really cool. Any change of condition, I have to report it. And I make orders for whatever the doctor says I have to do. I also do treatment on weekends. So I change bandages and stuff. And I really like doing that because it's it's less of a hassle. Like, it's still hard work. Uh um, But I don't have people calling me on the phone all the time. I don't have... Um, like the the nurse's assistants like hey hey, hey, i need this or like people telling me like hey i want my medication right Mm -hmm. now it's a lot more chill so i'm thinking maybe like because i do want to continue nursing i think i might just specialize in treatment so that there's a smaller stress level for me because Mm -hmm. i do get stressed out yeah well, you said you weren't good at school, but you must have done some like past well, some tests. Because I'm smart. <laughs> yeah. I'm not stupid. I'm not good at school, like, um, but I'm not stupid either. You know, I yeah, was always yeah. the. Um, well, the reason I ended up actually becoming an LVN had I gone the community college route, mm-hmm. I would have never done it. Um, but I ended up going to a private school, um, mm-hmm. so I didn't have to be on any wait list. I didn't have to do any general education classes. I just went straight in for exactly what it is. Perfect. that i needed yeah so that worked out really mm-hmm. well for me um but i was always the type of student that showed up and was like oh we have a quiz like, oh yeah and then i i would i would be sitting in the back um mm-hmm. um and then i would i would just always i would always finish my quizzes first my tests first i was always the first one to finish because if mm-hmm. i know the answer i know it if i don't i don't you know like right. i'm not gonna waste time um and then we get our results back oh i got 85 percent. nice Nice. and i'm like bitch you didn't even study for this shit well i was i was i wasn't even Uh, paying attention in class i was doodling but yeah i feel like that helps me with like i i Mm. subconsciously listen while i'm doodling Mm -hmm. and that helps a little bit have have you ever like uh tried to uh have been like tested for add or do you do you think you have that um i Honestly, I've always believed that I do. If you you are familiar with my dad, I think my dad has ADD. <laughs> I think he has ADHD or whatever <laughs> it is. And I honestly do feel that 
I'm similar in that sense. I'm very like my dad, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if I actually went and got screened for it, mm-hmm. and they told me, yeah, you have it. I've, but I've, I've done like those little tests online, and every time that I do it, I always try to be like <laughs> as like <clears throat> honest with myself as possible. Uh-huh. Like, do I really do this? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, right, I do. Like, right. I would catch myself. Like, I interrupt people when they talk. I'm very. Um, disorganized but i'm also very like ocd sometimes Mm. where it's just like things have to be a certain way um i get distracted easily i remember like people being like like my friend he would do this thing to me where he'd be like look a bear and i'd turn like not even because i believed he that there was a bear it was Uh just because like he would just be like look and i oh like Uh my attention was just automatically like taken to his finger and stuff but um i don't think i'm so much distracted though i think i just focus on a lot of things at the same time yeah yeah i'm a multitasker so i feel like even if i do turn out to have adhd Uh i mean i don't think it's a bad thing it's it's an advantage to me actually i think that's what Uh helps me um at work with nursing is Mm -hmm. because you have people throwing all these things at you all the time Mm -hmm. and i'm just like okay i caught it i caught it but i'm still like doing this every once in a while it's just like yeah i can't focus at all but that's usually when i'm stressed like if i'm stressed out things mm-hmm. can become overwhelming like sounds and stuff oh totally i, I get like seen. um like what is it audio overload or whatever. yeah like yeah. it like i really have to shut people out but then i'll just put on my airpods or whatever mm-hmm. um and that's how music helps me a lot is um mm-hmm. i'll drown people out and just Put the headphones out and block everything out. Yeah. Because yeah, otherwise I really won't be able to focus. Totally. Totally. Um, one other thing is like that we've been talking about. <coughs> Sometimes I feel like I have ADHD too. It's like it takes me a little while to go in my brain and think. Yeah. The train of thought is just yeah. forks everywhere. Yeah. But uh, now that I remember it's like a couple things we've said is subconscious and subconscious in art I, I think is like really it's almost like the most important thing because especially if it's well painting or music mm-hmm. or anything like that I think if you're the subconscious is like so impactful and like how do I express this point it's almost like the actual what you conscious part of it just like distracts or takes something away from what your subconscious is actually trying to do and i think um just letting the subconscious yeah and this this i think can lead into something um and like dreaming you know you know i i feel that completely i'm a very reflective like retrospective person like whenever i do something i always like analyze it um Mm -hmm. and i always root it down back to my subconscious that's why i can remember things like when i was a kid watching betty boop and i noticed the flowers Mm -hmm. you know it's it's your subconscious is really what controls you your conscious Mm -hmm. is what you're trying like what you consciously are trying to do like i'm consciously trying to be confident Right. right but my subconscious is confident. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, you get what I mean? It's, it's your, I, for me, I feel like my subconscious rules me more than my conscious. Yeah. And then um, when my conscious k- kicks in, then I get like anxiety. Mm, but Totally. 
Yeah. I'm going to turn the AC on super low. It is. Yeah, it's kind of warm in here. All right. Do you remember uh, any dreams you had recently? Appropriate dreams? Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, any, anything um, you want. Actually, I know I've had crazy dreams, but I don't really dream. I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> weed. Do you think uh, that affects? Yeah, weed definitely does affect um, the way that you dream. Uh, I forgot why exactly, but I think it affects the, like, you're in such deep sleep that you yeah. never go through, like, that phase where right. you, like you REM, dream. REM yeah, sleep. REM sleep. Mm -hmm. REM sleep is where you dream, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, when you have, when you take weed naps, <laughs> you're just, like, yeah. knocked out. You're, like, blacked out. So, mm -hmm. I don't really dream, but I remember I tried to quit smoking for, like, two weeks. Uh -huh. And I think like the first week I started dreaming again really? and I woke up and it was just like the most intense yeah. shit ever. Yeah. No, I, it was terrible. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I used to smoke a lot. And but I remember if I'd stop, I uh, like for a few days get like the viv most vivid dreams yeah. and something about that reconnecting or something. But I haven't had any like thc in like a maybe a m month and a half now so by choice yeah by choice That's like good. i i know i i used to be a quite the stoner but i respect uh, that yeah. you know i i really like honestly i just really enjoy being high like mm -hmm. it's and then also like the stress at work i don't always have time to like really de-stress so smoking is kind of like a shortcut for me mm -hmm. um i don't have a lot of time like i'll go to i go to work at 7 30 even though i'm supposed to be there at 7 um oh, <laughs> i'm always late <laughs> like Come yesterday on, i actually demons. showed up at nine <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> but, um, so, like, <laughs> my days start early, though. I'm always up by, like, right. 6 in the morning. So, I'm, uh -huh. I'm still late to work, though. But, okay. um, uh. so, my days start early. And then I get home. Work ends up, like, I'm supposed to be off at 3.30. But I don't get off until 4, 4.30. Sometimes uh -huh. I don't even get off until 5. Sometimes I do 16-hour shifts. Yeah, so, yeah. And then I still have to come home to my apartment and I have to clean because I'm not the only one that lives there uh, and yeah. I, or like cook because I'm trying really hard to like eat better. Uh -huh. um, so, you know, it's just like really hard for me. Like, when do I have time to go to the gym? When do I have time yeah. to go to the park? Especially because of how, how I honestly do think I am very easily distracted. So um, mm -hmm. I feel like time flies for me like. Like that's why I'm always late to work. Even though I'm uh, I'm up at six in the morning, mm -hmm. it's six. Then it's six oh five. Then it's six fifteen. Fuck! It's six thirty already. Yeah. Oh sh okay. I gotta grab this. Five minutes later, it's actually six fifty five, uh -huh. and it's just so like time moves really fast for me. So uh -huh. it's weed helps it slow down. Yeah. It, I it's kind of tiring to be moving so fast mm. all the time, especially like in my head. Do you have like a preferred strain? No. <laughs> Um, no, not really. I don't. I really don't. I'll smoke anything. <laughs> if it gets me high. Nice. If it gets me high, I'll smoke it. I know a lot of people uh, can use that, use weed to, like, be creative. Do you find that to be 
sort of? No, I don't think I need weed to be creative. There's times where I can be completely sober and just zone out mm-hmm. on stuff. I think it just depends on my mood. I th- it, yeah. it could help. Um, I could maybe if I'm already feeling stressed out and my brain isn't at a space mm-hmm. where I can slow down and actually sit down and do something, it'll help. Mm-hmm. But for me to like actually feel like I'm more creative, like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to make the best painting ever right now because mm-hmm. I'm high. I don't think so. Yeah, I agree. I, I think if, if anything, it's like, yeah, f- especially when I was smoking weed, it just sometimes it would like spark some ideas, but nothing like really like yeah. definite, you yeah. know, it'd be more like just random I don't know where it came from, but um, that's good that it's like a de-stressor, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I get what you mean, though. Like I, th- I think one time I thought, like, what if I did a flower with like c- like Cthulhu tentacles, mm-hmm. where it had like tentacles over the mouth? And I think I actually <laughs> oh did a yeah. little doodle, but I've I've never like followed through with that. Yeah. But you get like little ideas here and then. But I don't think you should f- like. I don't think you should depend on mm-hmm. something to be creative, you mm-hmm. know, even if it helps. If it helps, it helps. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, people get inspiration from different things. Though, yeah. So who am I to say? Yeah, no, totally. I remember. I think one of the reasons why I stopped smoking is because I would get like it would just I wouldn't even feel anything. And I would just get really red eyes and just like. You get sleepy? I w- just like visibly like red eyes just feel like my face way down and I don't know I just feel some anxiety or paranoia not really paranoia just I, I don't know yeah I get what you mean I still sometimes I feel an- anxious when I um mm-hmm. when I smoke but not not really I kind of so okay I like to try different substances. I've always felt that I've had, I've been very headstrong and I can mm-hmm. handle those type of things. So, yeah. um, I remember like when I was younger and I first started smoking weed, like, like ditching school or like after school oh, and like punk. smoking weed, I would feel, I would feel bad about it and that would give me anxiety, but I would only right. feel bad about it because I thought I was doing something bad. I thought right, I was going right. to get in trouble with my dad for being high and I was like the uh-huh. worst person in the world. But now that I realize that that's not true, like I can talk to my parents about like oh i'm still smoking weed or oh, okay whatever how does it help you or whatever i can have mm-hmm. conversations with my parents about me smoking <laughs> weed they know i smoke they're aware yeah. of it so i mean now that it's not stigmatized anymore right i'm just it's to me it's like having a glass of water when i come home you know like yeah. ah, you know like yeah. like oh you want <laughs> like if i, I have guests over you yeah. want some water you yeah. want some weed it's <laughs> funny yeah so it's kind of like it <sighs> So that kind of took away the anxiety. But I do get anxiety. Like, when I get really, really high, Uh I get, like, this weird feeling in my throat that feels like anxiety, but I don't think it's anxiety. Like, to me, it's Mm -hmm. just, like, the high. To me, it's me feeling high. So I think that's where um, me trying different substances, like, I... I can, like, control my thoughts. I can uh-huh. tell myself, you're not anxious, dude. You're just high as fuck. Like, yeah. chill. Like, And then I'm just like, yes, I feel good. Yeah. Um, but then I'm also in a constant state of anxiety. Like, I've had anxiety since I was five. So really? it doesn't really... Um, uh, since you I'm were familiar five? with it. I'm familiar with the feeling. Dang. Yeah. I That's used to get panic attacks every night. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like, it felt like every night. I think for... I think... I'm not sure. I really do remember it happening very, very, very often. 
I would mm-hmm. say maybe like five nights out of the week. I would ha- like, I would start going to sleep, and then all of a sudden, like an intrusive thought gets in my head, and then mm-hmm. I would just start panicking. I'm like, shit! Like, what if the worst thing in the possible happens, and then I die? Or uh, to me, it w- I think it was like death anxiety mostly. Yeah. Like I would be like, shit! What if I die, and then I don't get to accomplish all the things that mm-hmm. I want to do? At five years old, I was thinking that. Wow. Yeah. That's like, intense. What like what if I die, and then like what happens when I die? Oh, the worms are gonna eat my body. Like <laughs> that's those are the thoughts that I would think about, and I'm just like, why am I thinking this? But yeah. I I still I think I've had maybe like one or two of those in the last year. Um, but I think me actively doing what I want to do is helping me not have Mm -hmm. that anxiety because I feel like I'm working towards doing what I want to do and I want to accomplish, accomplish that. Uh I think that's, that was my fear of death is, was only not being able to succeed in what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. That was, that's the only reason I'm afraid of death. Not because I'm going to, well, not anymore. When I was younger, the thought of like being in the ground and like being eaten by, you know, yeah, one of my greatest animals. fears is like being buried alive. That's like <laughs> such a yeah. weird fear I have. That is a weird. Well, no, it's it's not a weird fear. That is a fear, but yeah. it's like it's weird because irrational. it's like when would that happen? Why would that happen to you? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a, yeah, it's an irrational fear. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like heights too. But uh, one story that I I heard from Cesar recently was that your dad uh, accidentally had like a uh, accidentally ate a edible brownie oh oh yeah so when i was moving out (laughs) of my room uh, to go to my apartment um my shit was in shambles i had so much shit and obviously i had Uh like weed and stuff and i tried my hardest to like not forget anything like Uh that my parents would find and just be like all curious like even though they're they know i smoke weed um you know i just don't want to leave paraphernalia around for them to see but um yeah so it took me like I still didn't even finish cleaning the room out. My mom finished cleaning the room out. Uh So when I was at my apartment, um, they were still cleaning it out every once in a while. And my dad being my dad, he eats anything, dude. Uh Like, he'll... Uh, he'll eat anything if something falls on the floor he'll like an ice cream uh, falls on the floor he'll pick it up dust it off and right. like <laughs> eat it like in a whole bite right i remember him eating like uh one of those long donuts like the, oh yeah the coffee ones uh-huh. um he ate it in one whole bite <laughs> oh my god <laughs> he just stuffed it in his mouth um but yeah so uh he was cleaning out my room and i guess i left a half-eaten edible oh boy i don't really like edibles well not the corn flake ones uh-huh. um so he ate it and he's diabetic first of all he shouldn't right. have ate it because he's right. diabetic uh, second of all it was an edible so then um i guess i came oh. home and he was still high off of it i came to the house to try and finish cleaning uh-huh. and he was so high he hates being high he, yeah, he told me that yeah. he's tried weed before but he didn't like it because he's he's like i didn't feel like i was in control you know like uh-huh. so you know it's understandable some people like to feel like they're in control but he was so high poor thing his eyes were so red <laughs> and he was just so lazy he just wanted to sleep he looked like he was gonna pass out uh-huh. but um yeah that shit was hilarious i'm yeah. like why are you eating things first of all like the room was a mess. It looked like trash. Uh-huh. It was just like it was probably just like a, a old ass like rice krispie treat 
open on the floor. He sees it. He picks it up. Hmm, yummy. You know, oh, like Homer no. Simpson or something. And yeah. then he ends up getting high. Did he uh, get mad at you at all? No, he didn't no. get mad. I think he just felt kind of silly. Like, yeah. he's like, fuck. Like, that's what I get. That's what he gets. Honestly, yeah, that's the moral. Don't, especially if it's my trash. Yeah, five second rule doesn't count. No, that was not five seconds. I'm pretty sure I had that thing (laughs) there for like a month at least. It was like a month old edible. That should still hit though. Dang, that was funny. Yeah. (laughs) Ow, sorry about that. I hit the thing. Uh, it's it's okay. Um, do you have any stories that since Cesar isn't here, he he couldn't make it to this <laughs> he sucks yeah is is there anything that you have from childhood that or just growing up or even recently that uh you i don't want to maybe what about me and him yeah me and my brother any, any funny stories um well we were actually pretty close growing up really? i think up until high school i remember in high school i'm two grades older than him two years mm-hmm. Um, so I believe when he started ninth grade, I was in the 11th grade, Mm -hmm. but, um, same high school, same high school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, at that age, he was like my height. He was a little bit taller than me and we, you know, we're both younger. Um, Mm -hmm. we were both a little slimmer. So our faces, we, we look, we have the same face almost. Yeah. We look very similar. So in high school, people thought he was my twin brother. Really? Yeah. They're, and like, oh my God, I hate this. But like all the girls from my grade were like, oh my God. Oops. Oh my God. (laughs) That's your brother. Like, um, oh my God, that's your brother. He's so cute. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, they're like, where, where has he been this whole time? And I'm like, he's only in the ninth grade. Like, oh, I thought he was your twin brother. (laughs) No, he's uh, my little brother. Um, no, but I do remember having a lot of fun with him growing up, uh, Mm. because we're so close in age. Like, he would be there a lot of the times when um my dad would take me everywhere um my aunt would take us to the beach all the time i remember watching like saturday morning cartoons with him Mm -hmm. like um i'm gonna embarrass him up until i think he was like maybe seven or eight years old before uh saturday cartoons he would come and wake me up but I wouldn't want to wake up. Uh-huh. And then so he'd just come and he'd cuddle with me in bed until Aww. until like I would finally get up. That's and nice. Yeah, I know. It was really cute. And then I thought about him like, oh, when did he stop doing that? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just, you know, it happens and you get annoyed. But then eventually it stops. And I'm like, yeah. well, it'd be weird if he did that now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <that's laughs> like, get the that. fuck out of my yeah. bed. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's good. But um, no, I have a lot of good memories with him. Yeah. He's he's. Um, He's kind of more distant now. He thinks he's too cool, but mm-hmm. I know he still loves me. I love That's him good. too. Yeah, I'm. Sh- I, s- I definitely can sense it. When did the uh, like the tradition of every child getting it has their own dog? Yeah, we do have our own dogs, huh? Yeah. So growing up, my dad never wanted a dog. I think uh-huh. we had like one. Um, and I think her name was Pebbles. It was like a little brown dog. I had no idea what happened to it. Uh-oh. We had a lot of cats. We had hamsters. Uh-huh. I think my brothers had snakes and dogs. Oh, wow. um, but I think like the first like family dog that we had was my older brother's German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Um, when he joined the army and he came back, he, he was like all into like the canines and stuff. So yeah. he got himself a German Shepherd. Um, so that was the first like family dog that we got. And then I guess... Um, we had a couple other little 
fosters here and mm-hmm. there but then my brother got um he adopted ladybird so first yeah. it was sophie the german shepherd uh-huh. then it was ladybird and then um i had these two little mutts um but then i i gave them away because they were too much to handle um, yeah. then my sister no actually i had actually got this dog off of the street this really? little he was like a little poodle like a little white one he was so dirty uh-huh. uh, but he yeah. was so cute like he followed me around everywhere and he was like wild and stuff but uh-huh. i loved him and everybody was like oh my god he's just like you dirty and like crazy <laughs> hair and all that shit and i'm like but i love him and he like uh-huh. i could walk him without a leash and he would just follow me around everywhere i really loved him um but um i guess he got sick one time Uh-oh. and um I was upstairs in my room. I believe I was probably drying. And then I hear kind of like hacking, like, (laughs) and then Uh, I thought it was like a hairball or something. So I didn't mind it. He was downstairs in the living uh room, you know, chilling. Um, And then my brother's girlfriend comes upstairs and then she's like, um, because they called me Tron growing up. Uh Like, Tron, Tron, like, come here. His name was Curly because he had curly hair. Uh Um, Yeah, he, he died. I don't rem- like, like on he, the spot. He right puked. There? He puked something out. I don't know. I don't know if he had like um, parvo or something. I don't think it was parvo. It might have been. I uh-huh. don't know. Because like I said, I got him off of the street. Um, so he on and the he spot? died. Yeah, he died right there. Like oh I heard goodness. that hacking, and then he died, and I was so heartbroken. I was so sad. I only. I don't think I had him for more than a year. No. But he was my pupper. He was my baby, and um, I would like give That's him baths, so and I would clothe him and stuff. Um, he's actually buried in the backyard. <laughs> oh, whoa. <okay>. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, and then like this lady from my dad's church heard about it and she brought me a little shih tzu that you now know mm. as Chewy. Oh, her name is Chewy, Chewy because yeah. she looks like, Chew- like when the lady brought her, she looked like Chewbacca uh-huh. or like a little Ewok. She yeah. had like really, really long hair, like just super long. And I uh-huh. thought... I thought she was, like, the stupidest dog ever. I could not <laughs> love her. I couldn't. I was uh-huh. just like, no, get this dog away from me. Even though, like, uh, now looking at her, she's really cute. Chewy's, I love She's Chewy. adorable, yeah. yeah. Um, and she's I wish princess. I had a little dog like that. Because she's, like, long-haired, so it doesn't cause allergies. Uh-huh. And she's very portable. But um, I ended up giving her to my sister because she would get mad at me. She's like, why aren't you taking care of the dog? Uh-huh. I'm like, here, you take her then. Fuck. Like, yeah. Um, Cause I didn't love her. I was like, "Yo, my dog just died. You can't just hand me another dog right. and expect me to feel better, dude." Right. Like, thanks for the sympathy, but no, like, I don't mm-hmm. want her. So, but she's real. My sister loved her though, and she's like, she takes real good care of her. Yeah. So then there was that, and then um, when I was with my ex boyfriend, I actually brought home a dog from the street. <laughs> I do that uh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I brought home a dog from the street, but we ended up finding the owners. Uh, um, okay. And he was a little beagle. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, he was so cute. His name was uh, what did I ca- I called him Ozzy, like Ozzy Osbourne, uh-huh. but apparently his name was Jackson. He belonged to like these Santa Monica tweakers. But oh, they geez. seemed really happy to get him back. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I was work- I was working. Well, I found that dog in Santa Monica because I was working at a cafe in Santa Monica, uh-huh. and my boss she had a pit bull, and her boyfriend had like a Labrador uh-huh. Uh-huh. or the other way around. And they ended up having babies, and she gave me one of them. And uh, that's how I got Bowser. My I pit, see. My pity. He's a half lab, half a pit. Oh, he, he's half yeah, lab? Yeah. Oh. That's why he's the way he is. That's why he's... I don't know. I, I think he's, that's why he's, like, double trouble. He is double trouble. Yeah. yeah. But he's doing better <laughs> yeah, now, right? Yeah. yeah, I miss him. Like, I was... When I had when I was with him constantly here, like, my allergies uh, kind of, like, went down. But since right. I haven't been here as often, I'm kind of getting more allergic to yeah. him. 
but I'm, I want to take like allergy shots oh, <laughs> so yeah. I can have them like when I have a bigger place. Yeah. Your, your brother's newest dog, just, uh, Travis, I think is, uh-huh. he just got, uh, castrated today are you serious i was looking yeah. for him i yeah. was i was wondering why he he wasn't in the backyard yeah he got his balls removed oh man yeah. i was like where's travis at oh yeah he's my favorite baby. yeah yeah but Aww. he's he'll be less uh him and Tra- him and bowser fight a lot do it's, they really yeah like like bad like i was it was bad. You know what? We actually, when we had Sophie, the German Shepherd, for a little bit, we actually had another pit bull, too. Her name was really? Harley. Yeah, she was a red nose. They would also fight a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would fight a lot. And my parents made um, made my brother get rid of the pit bull, sadly. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, she was she was a rescue. So I, I really wish we still had her. She was such a sweet dog. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why I like pit bulls. Like, I've always mm-hmm. liked pit bulls, though. I've always been into, like, the aggressive looking things so it's kind of like skulls mm. pit bulls and graffiti they all kind of yeah. mix together but um yeah then i ended up getting bowser and i love bowser cool cool um yeah dogs are great what wrapping up um <laughs> what are what are your tattoos about because i know as an artist i i don't have any tattoos but what uh maybe not what they're about but like uh do you would you uh what deems them appropriate for my body yeah like when did you get them like what's the story Um, like yeah because i see one you have a few on your left arm my left yes yeah yeah um i've always liked tattoos like everything that i like now Mm. everything that i like now music art um tattoos whatever everything that i like now i i liked it as a kid I remember um, when I was younger, I love, I love tattoos. I love people with tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always been into them. When my sister, my, my oldest, my older sister, not my oldest, when she got her first tattoo, I was actually pissed off because I was like, I want one. Um. Like, fuck her. <laughs> like, what, what the fuck? Like, that shit's stupid. You got a stupid ass tattoo. <laughs> like, I would have gotten something better, you know, but um, um, I've always been into tattoos and I actually waited until I was 18 to, to get tattoos. Um, really? But for some stupid reason, I ended up getting it in somebody's garage oh. <laughs> by some guy who was barely learning. Um, and my first tattoo was actually my flower. Oh, nice. On my shoulder. Oh, there you go. There it is. Yeah. That's I drew it. There you go. Wow. That's I drew awesome. it myself, um, but he tattooed it on me. So this was my first tattoo. Mm-hmm. And then little by little, um, I started getting other things. And like I said, I've always liked, like, it, everything kind of every everything kind of goes full circle like my fear of death kind of um caused me to kind of search out dark things so i always really like skulls mm-hmm. and i always was influenced by mexican culture which has a lot of skulls and the other los muertos so right, right. um then i got really into jose guadalupe posadas mm-hmm. um which is a very well-known mexican illustrator and printer mm-hmm. and he does a lot of skulls like the other Los Muertos skulls, but he does them like as though they're living. Mm-hmm. Like he does them dancing, he does them drinking beer, riding horses with right, swords. Right. And you know, some um I started getting I got one of them on my leg, but it was actually off of a skate t shirt, America. Mm-hmm. They had like a logo based off of one of his illustrations. Uh-huh. And I really liked it because he had the metal horns up and he uh-huh. had like a bottle bottle of like uh, liquor with the two x's on it or whatever 
And mm-hmm. so that was the first Guadalupe um, Posadas influenced tattoo that I got. And then I decided that I really liked his work and it would be really cool if I just had all of his skeletons on my leg. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I started getting other illustrations by him and there's still plenty that I want to get. I also have um, like insects. I have uh, the Descendants uh, baby, uh-huh. Milo, um, because that's like one of my favorite bands. I have Betty Boop. There's Betty Boop, yeah. Because I grew up watching that. Um, just flowers and insects, like things that like from like the ne- nature documentaries that I would watch or just like, you know, just being in my front yard, mm-hmm. watching all like the butterflies and moths inside of the attic and stuff. So I, you know, I really like that. Yeah. And then some of them are kind of random, like yeah. the witch one was a Friday the 13th. But I really uh-huh. like witches. Like I've always been into like yeah. the occult and stuff. Um, what else do I have? And then I got like the snow. Oh, that's cool. This oh, is from whoa. a Japanese manga. Um, sadly, I am not super familiar with the artist, uh-huh. but it it sparked my interest, and that's I'm cool. going to be looking more into that artist. You know, I'm yeah. always finding new things. What else do yeah. I have? Yeah, just like I have a lot of skulls. Uh-huh. I have, oh, I actually added flames to my leg yesterday. Oh, just yesterday? Yeah. Wow. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then I like. Death is a big theme in my life. So this one mm-hmm. says, Ni aquí te olvidaré, which uh, roughly translates to not even here, I will forget you. But it means like in death because yeah. it was like a quote for like the skeletons. Right. Um, I also have my grandma's name who passed away when I was 12 mm-hmm. um, on my other leg. It's just, you know, it's it's just things that I like, things that are me. Cool. And that I, I want to, I don't know, yeah. I like them. Yeah, put them definitely. on me fits your whole personality my vibe yeah your vibe um did you ever consider joining the military yes i did really Mm -hmm. i really did um because uh once i started nursing once i started nursing i considered it because i was like damn that'd be really fucking cool to like go out i've always been into like gore Uh um so i like horror and i like gore movies but i'm more into like the real life gore like i like seeing (laughs) trauma and like you know that's also a reason why i became a nurse Uh because i like um i wouldn't say i like it i don't like seeing people hurt but to me it's interesting to see people in other states other than their well yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, so like chopped fingers and like Uh open wounds and it's also interesting to me to see how people can repair that so Mm -hmm. i always thought it'd be pretty cool to be like a combat nurse or something or like even at one of the um hospitals or whatever like a med tech or something like a field Um, medic but i don't think i have the discipline for it no 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 i i'm i don't like being told what to do uh, I don't like being told what to do. I'll get bored. Or maybe I might be really good at it. Who knows? But I, I don't want to put my life on the line for the government either. So that's one thing. I guess that's the biggest reason. I don't really cool. want to be be like, I don't know. I feel like you become a possession, you know? Have you ever heard yeah. Disposable Heroes by Metallica? Disposable Heroes. Yeah. It's I about like war and like how people go out to war and like... You're like, thank you for giving your life for what? Like, what the uh-huh. fuck did you give your life for? Like, you're, you're, right. you died for what? Like, my Freedom. brother's a veteran. He yeah. got injured and, you know, he has, like, these health problems now and, like, these mental health issues. And it's just like, damn, dude, like, you really, you know? Yeah. It, you know, that's his choice and I respect him and I love him. Um, but it's it makes me sad to see, like, the effects that that has on people. Yeah. So it's just like, you know? Uh, but... 
yeah, I did consider yeah. joining the military. <laughs> yeah. Just don't want to be a cop. Yeah, no cop. Well, yeah, that's crazy. I, I mean, yeah, seeing what he's... He has a purple heart and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just being able to even fathom that, I think, is really cool for you. And yeah. I mean... I think yeah. a lot about... <laughs> yeah. Like, my brain is constantly going. I r- sometimes yeah. I wish I had, like, a stenographer or something to, like, write everything down that uh-huh. I say just so I don't forget it. Because I think yeah. I say some pretty wild shit sometimes and I really wish I could remember, like, yo, that really came out of yeah. my mouth. Right, but well, I forget. And I'm like, hmm. I'm good, not good at retelling things. Good thing we have this, too. Right? Reco- right. Oh, yeah, all, that's what we're doing. It's all It's <laughs> all the podcast. Yeah. Cool. Oh, man. Yeah. I won't forget this. I could just yeah. rewatch it. Re-listen. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to uh, add, say to the fans, to the people out there? <laughs> I feel silly saying that to fans, um, but uh, I just I'm very appreciative of everybody who supported me, and I'm also appreciative of the people who aren't supportive of me because I'm still gonna shine on no matter what. Actually, this one time I was vending at a bar, uh-huh. and I had like my little table, and um, when I'm uh, I'm going to fuck it. I'm going to say his fucking name. Uh, George Nuno, the guy from across the street, the graphic uh-huh. designer. Yeah. Um, he he uh, he came. He ended up going to it. And he's like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, I'm bending. And I forgot what or why he said this. But he's like, oh, hopefully it's worth more when you're dead, huh? And I'm like, what the fuck? What does that mean? Yeah, I was like, that's a little blow, motherfucker. It just kind of caught me off guard. I wish I would have slapped him. But I was like, fuck you, dude. Like yeah so you know it's people really people really don't believe in you you know but you know fuck it haters are your motivators yeah haters gonna hate yeah yeah so i've i've never been one to really care what people say i'll Mm. be shocked by what people say but will i care will it affect me no not really Mm -hmm. but yeah so thanks to everyone who gives me love and fuck everybody else (laughs) yeah great and uh, what should be the ending song that we always do a, a final song to to oh, wrap really? it up? Yeah, so <gasps> you said uh, one earlier that maybe or whichever one you want to do. Sweet Leaf by Black Sabbath. Sweet Leaf by yeah. Black Sabbath. Actually, my flowers I call them Sweet Leaves. Oh, perfect. That's their names, and I'm the Demon Petal Lord. All right, thank you, Demon Petal Lord, uh, and thank you for listening. <laughs> this is the Tape Rooms Podcast. Funny enough, Crystal Lake 
was actually the home of Jason Voorhees. So for all those campers out there, beware. And and funny enough, actually, there was a homicide as we were driving. <laughs> Not as we were driving, but uh, <laughs> we got a funny story. I didn't say it in the podcast, but over the weekend we were camping and, and we were driving up Highway 39, this little road to get there. And this guy stops us on the side of the road. He's the fast tracker, the California roads department guy. And he just has a stop sign and all these traffic cones. And he said, there's an investigation going on. You can't, I mean, he didn't say it with an accent, but he said, there's an investigation and uh, you're, you can only be here for business. You can only go through for business. So we were like, what? We're just here to camp. At Crystal Lake campgrounds, he said, "Well, that's a pleasure. You only want to go up for business." And he's like, "Oh, dang. Okay. Well, <laughs> I guess we have to find another way up." And so I called the cafe there, the Crystal Lake Cafe. Shout out. He, I call him them up and say, "Hey, what's the other road to get up there?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, the road's closed. It's a homicide." casual just yeah just casual homicide and yeah just take a sierra madre and go take a left and just take that way so we went on a little detour and we were finally able to go up to the campground after a long journey there a long homicidal journey and it was really fun there was some laws against uh no fires but we still made a fire on on the friday night not saturday night but there was a meteor shower on saturday yeah ramon any little tidbits from the camping trip it was lit it was lit yeah you heard it so thank you for sticking around for this episode we love you very very much And as always, keep it wormy.